Welcome to Mug Talks, everybody. Today we have Josh Carmona on the show. Uh, Josh, before we start, I want you to tell the people a little bit about yourself. Yeah, let's do a little cheers here. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Appreciate you for having me on. Man, I appreciate you being here with the limited time you have here, man. Yeah, man. So, Josh Carmona, man, I, I grew up born and raised in Toledo. You know, I, I started up on the South End. Uh, so, very familiar with the, you know, Anthony Wayne Trail over yep. there. Um, uh, junior high, went to went to uh, East Toledo Junior High. And uh, from there, went to weight. And I was a wrestler, you know, for six years from junior high. And, and wrestling really changed my life, man. It was... Uh, it made me who I am today. It gave me that base, that platform, okay. that that uh, that foundation. Okay. Um, to build who I am today, and so I'm I'm super blessed for all the support that I had during that time. Um, and then after that, you know, I I went from went from weight, and I I uh, got a scholarship to Ohio State. So, nice. um, spent four years there, and then did a victory lap, and came back around, and did did a fifth year there to try to solidify a, a spot at grad school. I actually didn't get into grad school. I applied to like 10 different colleges throughout the country. Uh, got passed up on all 10 of them. Okay. So had to make a had to make a decision on whether, you know, do I go back to school and try to chase that goal down or uh, just kind of move on and try something else. And that, right around that same time where I figured it uh, figured that it wasn't going to work out for the grad school, it was um, I got into where I'm at now, which is uh, Nationwide, okay. uh, who is a Columbus-based company. Okay. And so I was super pumped with that and uh, started out at the bank there and went from the bank. I stayed there and I, you know, I was just like a basically a, a bank teller over the phone because they had a uh, digital bank is what they call nice. it. Nice. So no brick or mortar. It was nice. just all over yeah. the phone and good interest rates. It, it was a good company to work for. So um spent a year there okay and a buddy of mine from college ended up moving to arizona and i was like i'll be there in a year and nice. i set a goal to kind of just get out of get out of ohio and try something new and i uh, found a job and in, in claim support in, at nationwide out there in, in arizona and spent a year and a half in that position and then was blessed enough to find an underwriting school, underwriting position throughout the same company and just kind of worked my way up. And now I, now I underwrite insurance for, ex they call it excess and surplus. Okay. So it's, uh, it's the things that, that are outside the normal realm of insurance. Like we do a lot of long haul truckers, like there's a lot of liability aspect in the things that gotcha. we do, right? Okay. It's not, it's not just like homeowners. It's yeah. not like car insurance. It's, it's the things that are kind of they call it the cream of the crap right so they, they <laughs> so it's basically the things that nobody else want but they're yeah. still they're still good businesses they're still good um profitability in that aspect you just gotta you just gotta underwrite it a little bit different way it's not yeah. it's not something that you can underwrite with an algorithm with a computer that okay that so is it like every quote. situation is a little bit different so you have to work a little bit differently on each one yeah you okay. definitely got to dig in a little bit more different like you can't just ask 10 questions and, and get one answer gotcha. back from yeah. it. So it's, it's, it's different. And I'm blessed because I'm a, I'm a learner. Yeah. I, I love to learn. And this job has given me the opportunity to find something new every day. Nice. And so that's very nice. I've been doing that for three years now. Okay. Love it. And, uh, I'm going to continue to grow and yeah. How, how long have you been out in Arizona now? 
Uh, so I moved out February of 2015. Been out there for a while now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So a uh, little over five years now. Okay. And nice. It, honestly, it's been from a growth standpoint for me. It's been the best decision that I nice could have made. Good. 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 Yeah. You get outside and you learn a little bit more about yourself, especially you went out there by yourself, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, a scary yeah. world out yeah, there, yeah. man. So you you go out there by yourself. You you have to learn. Yeah. You, there's no other way. Like you learn or you fail completely. A- absolutely, yeah. man. Yeah. And it, it was one of those things where I literally like I didn't have much because I was I was living with a with a with a couple and they had they had the furniture and everything. Basically, yeah. all I owned was my bed and a dresser. And so I was starting over. Yeah. Reborn. Yeah. I was able to just pack all my clothes in my little Dodge Dart, pick everything up and drive out there. It took me two days to drive out there. And I and again, I was blessed to have a buddy of mine who like let me sleep on his futon for two months. And nice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you have people like that, that can just support you. Yeah. Yeah, That's a that's a tremendous help. And sometimes we need it. We can't just jump somewhere and take off running. Sometimes we, we need a little bit of time to adjust to 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 a completely new lifestyle, a completely new, uh, everything, everything is, everything is different there. The weather, everything, like it's just even adjusting to that, uh, it has to be a whole new experience. There's different animals out there. It's a whole nother world. It's just, you're in a completely different place than what you've been in your whole life. Yeah. So I can imagine that being scary at first. you you see coyotes running across the street. Yeah, it's, no, yeah, that's what, no, no, yeah. that's not that's not normal, man. You know, one thing that I didn't realize that we don't have up here, like lizards, because when I came from Florida, like lizards are everywhere, and it took me a really long time to realize that there weren't any lizards, like yeah. not not like how you see them down there all over the place. Yeah. Until I went back to Florida just for a vacation to see my sister, and there were lizards everywhere, and I was like. Well, now that I think about it, there's no lizards. Like just something that little that I just never noticed. Just a little aspect. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's 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 awesome down there, man. It get, it's hot right now. It's like it's 110 degrees plus every <sighs> every day right now. That's rough. So it's 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 brutal. Yeah. But only for four months. Okay. The last eight, it's gorgeous all year round. Yeah. Man. It's like it's it's unbelievable. Nice. Unbelievable. Nice. Barely barely rains, but never snows. But oh. you know you can't. You know, here it's it's too cold during Thanksgiving, right? And yeah. Our Thanksgiving, like I could sit out on my patio and have Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, nice. You know, yeah, so yeah, like yeah. It's it's, it's a just yeah. A you're dip- not doing that here. Yeah, it's just a it's different. Not it's just a it's different not- world. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. It, it's not better or worse. It's just it's just different. different. Yeah, it yeah. gives you a different perspective. Absolutely. So, but now you 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 have some properties here in Toledo, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so how did that come about? How how did that even start? Yeah, I, I started reading a lot once I got out there. I was I was in a place in my life where I was like, I need to make a change, man. Like I need to I need to start looking forward in my future and, and really figuring this out. So I, I started reading a couple of different books and um really got into that mindset of like lowering my liabilities and increasing my assets. And Ooh, that's a good conversation right there. Right? That's a really good conversation yeah. right there. Yeah, that's and, and that was important for me. Yeah, and that was really important for me, especially really not before reading these books. I really wasn't like, I didn't know what an asset was, yeah, right? Exactly. Or a depreciating asset or or appreciating asset, right? Yeah. And so, um, this really helped me like kind of get through that. And um, out in Toledo, the reason I started in Toledo is because it was more affordable for me to oh, yeah. to to start yeah. buying properties in Toledo. Yeah. And so I, I saved my pennies, man. Yeah. I was, I was making, you know, a minimum amount of money and I just saved, saved, saved. Yeah. And until I made about eight or $10,000 and, and here's what I'll say. 
I always had a plan to buy a duplex, mm-hmm. right? That was my thing. I was going to buy a duplex. I was going to live in one side and rent the other side yeah. out. And and that way I'd lower my liabilities, lower my mortgage or my rent, and increase my assets at the same time. Mm-hmm. That was my whole thought process. So I was like, let, let me just do that. Let me try to do that starting in Toledo mm-hmm. and go from there. And I was just saving my pennies, saving my pennies. Uh, eventually I'm going to be, I'm going to get 10,000. I can pay, uh, you do a down payment for a house. And when you work hard at something and you really focus at something, I truly believe like the universe just gets out of your way. Like, uh, like it opens just once, once I got to, uh, my goal was to get to 10,000. Mm-hmm. I got to 8,500 and I was presenting with an opportunity to buy properties here. Um, and I took it and, and that's what I'm saying. Like that, that opportunity wouldn't have happened had I not started saving already. Yeah. Right. And then I wouldn't have been able to take advantage of it if I hadn't started saving already. Yeah. So it was, it it was just, it was just, it's just one of those things where like, just, just go for it. Just shoot for it and see what happens. Yeah. I always have, I always have mixed feelings about that. Uh, the universe opens up for you. Yeah. Conversation. Yeah. Because I feel like th- that's kind of true, but also it's because you focused on what you needed to focus on. If right. you don't focus on it, it's not going to happen. Right. If you're if you're scattered all over the place and and you uh, one day I want to do this, but I'm busy doing this, that uh, those opportunities aren't going to present itself as openly as if you're dedicated to looking at that and your ambition and drive is that way, mm-hmm. and you're looking at everything that that entails then you tend to find those things and those opportunities present themselves because you're doing that. Exactly. Um, well, that, so, so, so isn't yeah, that the universe, yeah, that it is. You know? It is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. You, you got it. You got it. But you got to put in the work too. Absolutely. You got to put in the work for absolutely. it and you were prepared. So when, when the universe does open up for you, you have to be prepared to take advantage of that moment. Exactly. Uh, so that's, that's good. So the opportunity presented itself, mm-hmm. was it a duplex? Uh, well, it was multiple properties. I, there was a list of properties that I was that I got the opportunity to purchase. Okay. Um, I ended up going with a single family home. Okay. And uh, I actually used a, a credit card. I used a credit card to purchase this house. And use a credit card. Uh, to buy uh, yeah, a house? I used a credit card to purchase a house, and that, that credit card is paid off, paid in full. <laughs> and the tenant, I bought the house with a tenant in it already, who was paying rent, and so. By that time that tenant moved out, that house was already paid for. Oh wow! So I own that house free and clear. It's under it's under my LLC. Very nice. Yeah, and very so nice. That's a great opportunity. A, excellent opportunity. Yeah, you know it's there if you're yeah. if you're prepared for it, it's there. Yeah, you know, and you know I'm not saying that you know it's been roses the whole Nothing time. Else. You yeah. know, uh-huh. um, there's been some struggles, and you know I'm working through them, and I'm I'm growing as a first time business owner and a mm-hmm. first time homeowner basically. Yeah. And I'm learning all these different things and it's been a growing experience, but like, that's how you grow. You struggle through it. You don't, you don't have all the answers before you do it. Yeah. And you know, I just, I'm, I'm one of those people that are willing to take the risk and good and, and see what happens. Nobody knows anything until they do it. That's that's the thing. It's like, Oh my God, look at that dude. So successful doing that. It's like, he didn't know anything about it when he started. Like, th- there's there's no way. There's th- You have to take those risks, and you have to learn, and you're going to hit your head a bunch of times. Like, that's part of the process. You're going to do some stuff wrong, yeah. and as long as you learn from it, the next time you do it better and better and so forth and so forth to where you get to where you want to be at. But you start off with, like, 
just reading and trying to get as much information, asking friends, like, uh, should I? But if you can get over that fear and you're willing to take that risk, because everything has a risk. There's nothing that you can just do that's like 100% guaranteed. There's risk with everything. If you're willing to take the risk, though, you can see some very positive effects out of that. But if you don't take the risk, you're not going to see anything. You're going to be stuck right right where you're at. You're not going to grow at all. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. After you got the first one. And it was paid off, man. That for, first of all, that's incredible, right there. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Um, what was it the 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 price that made you want to come back to Toledo? Yeah, it was it was realistically again, it was one of those things where I could have bought one. I could have took that ten thousand and and put a down payment on a house out in Phoenix, mm-hmm. but I would have been in debt, you know, two hundred thousand dollars yeah. out there. Like that was the, the opportunity is not the same. Yeah, it's just not. Yeah. It's just different. So like I could have made it work out there, but it it would have been more stressful for me and yeah. i figured if if i start out small and i can grow into this then then let's see where this goes great and if i lose if i lose on it then i'm not out two hundred thousand i'm out you know twelve hundred yeah twelve thousand yeah, you know, yeah whatever yeah. and so you know it i made the best decision for me at that at that particular time yeah yeah and, absolutely and somehow some way it, wor- it worked out and it's it's continuing to work out somehow and and i just feel blessed toledo is like one of the uh, top 10 cheapest cities yeah. in the united states yeah. like for everything i love it i love it for the fact that it's growing um so that we have some of these things uh more of a major city feel mm-hmm. uh but the price points for what you earn to what you spend ratio is is phenomenal yeah. and even for people who don't want to do much here even to save your money here is great like mm-hmm. it, it's it's great for that uh cost of living uh, I've, I've always loved about toledo um after you got the first one did you have to do work on the house did you have to do any repairs uh there was somebody living there did they call you and say my furnace is broken (laughs) like like what happened with that yeah so for the first year it was it was pretty steady uh the person that was in there stayed there for longer than i expected and so i didn't really have any repairs or anything to do with that and so that's good as i was (laughs) as that yeah I was cool with that. And as I was going on, I was presented with another opportunity to buy another house uh, again on the South end for a similar price. And that one I had to basically flip 100%. Like I put new floors, new paint, new furnace, new gas meter, new, uh, new electric. Like it was like you had to do it. Redo. I I had to restart everything. Right. Um, so I, I paid for that one cash, but I also had to, I also had to put in a a lot of invest into it as well. I basically, um, the amount of money that I paid for it was the same amount of money that the I had to reinvest in, into it, yeah. invest into it. Um, and so, but that one is, is solid property now, right? Like I shouldn't have to do anything to that property for, for a long time. Um, and I got a tenant in there now and it, and everything's working out so far. The first property, um, I have, I have a tenant in there now, but there's still some work to be done. It needs to, I need to make it a better because I'm not looking to, quote unquote, be it like a slumlord or anything like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking to build these properties. Build a nice house. Yeah. And then have people live in it. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking for them to be happy and, and at, a, at an affordable price in, in a decent na- neighborhood. Okay. And, you know, that's, that's, that's all good. I'm looking for. That's it, awesome. It's not, when you go into something like this with the idea of like you're helping yourself and you're helping others, that's. That's an amazing feeling. That's just the best. That's the best of both worlds. Right. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, like I don't, I don't need to live off of these properties, but the fact that I'm giving back to the community that gave me so much and yeah. built me who I am today, it is the best feeling in the world. Awesome, man. Yeah. Awesome. And taking a property that you had to invest so much into, 
um, as much as you purchase the home for investing into it, it gets uh, it, it's costly to fix a house. Yeah. Uh, that you start noticing all the details that come into a house. It's mm-hmm. uh, most people just see the walls and said, "No, there's so much electrical, plumbing, uh, the the uh, the furnace. The furnace is the big one. Uh, every everything, everything that goes into it, uh, it gets costly just for one of those things, yeah. uh, let alone all of them. Yeah, uh, but." That also revitalizes the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like you putting a nice house there, putting just a, a fresh coat of paint, it's, yeah. it's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, and that helps the community out big time, uh, even the houses around it. Uh, so that's that's awesome. That's a, that's a, a great contribution, I should say. Yeah. Um, and it, it's amazing because the, the second house that I bought, it's a, it's a very uh, homey neighborhood. So everybody okay. kind of knows everybody in mm-hmm. that neighborhood. And, and so when I was going in there and fixing it up, everybody was like, super pumped for me they were like thank you so much and like there nice. a lot of people were like if you're renting this out let me know i want to be one of the first applicants and, and nice and nice so yeah they, that's a great feeling you know yeah exactly yeah. they they seen that i was going in here and as a as a young young professional they seen that i was coming in here and, and hustling i wasn't just like having other i did have other people help me work but i was also yeah. in there laying the floor and yeah i was out you know i was there doing a lot of the work yeah and um a whole house you need to team because yeah. otherwise you're going to take a long time i mean you could probably do the work but it, it's going to take you a long time yeah. it's better to have more people on hand so to, to work with that exactly. and i'm sure the community appreciated that because when you have like that one house in your neighborhood that nobody lives in and it's just falling apart mm-hmm. i mean it depreciates and you can ju- you just get a vibe from that general vicinity yeah. so when you see somebody come in and fix it i mean that that that's great for the community i'm sure they were excited it was it was like one that. of those houses where if, uh, if somebody didn't come in soon it would have just got bulldozed oh you know? oh yeah it would have just it, yeah there were last legs and, yeah you know. it's i mean all of the houses in ohio are they're from the 1800s they're yeah, old they're, old they're older houses yeah. right and so it's you gotta you gotta maintain them yeah you, it, they'll last forever if you maintain them yeah because of the the build the way they built things. Oh, they built ago. them to last. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. but uh, a lot of them need need a little bit of help for right sure. now. For sure. Are you at two properties right now? No. So I'm actually. So I bought. I have the two single families, and then I bought a duplex uh, shortly after that. Nice. You got the duplex. Yeah, I did end up getting the duplex, and um, you know that one's a a work in progress still. You know that's that's kind of my uh my my baby, I, mm-hmm. I guess, because obviously I that's what I was shooting for. Yeah. At first, um, and so we're we're still working on that, but I've always had a tenant in it. Okay. So I can't can't go in there and just like revitalize everything all at yeah, once yeah. you know but you know again i'm not trying to be like a slumlord or anything like yeah. that I, i'm very especially with covid when covid hit like i was very understanding with with, with everybody's situation and yeah. whatnot and you know me not having like a, a huge mortgage on any of the properties that i own i was able to afloat a lot of the their situation you nice know? And yeah very nice and so that that gives me like a little bit of pride and, and yeah, able to kind of give back that's a good feeling. Yeah, way to help. Absolutely. Especially yeah. especially now. Everybody's kind of going through it right now. Yeah. So any help is, is greatly appreciated. Yeah, you just got to be understanding of everyone's situation. Yeah. We're all we're all in this together. We're all trying to figure this out as a team. And whether, you know, it may not seem like it now with, the, you know, with the atmosphere that we're in. But, but if you just take a step back and just realize like we're all going through this yeah. everybody has to wear a mask everybody has to you know be careful on who they talk to and and the distance they they associate with people and whatnot and like everything you yeah. know yeah it, it's it's a different world right now we're yeah. we're gonna get through it and we're gonna learn through it together and 
that's all you can ask for, man. How, how does how does it feel when you come back to Toledo? Because now you're you're Phoenix. I mean, th- th- do you visit often? Like, how often do you do you travel back and forth? Yeah. So before COVID, I was I was coming back t- uh, twice, maybe three times a year. Okay. You know, and I'll stay for like a week or maybe you know at least a weekend. Um, it, you know, I love seeing my friends, man. I yeah. I, I have really and I go go back to Columbus because I have really good friends yeah. back in Columbus and I, and you know I have really close friends here and. You know, uh, we'll probably get into this a little later on, but I, I did a, a a large bike ride from Columbus to Toledo. Yeah, we're gonna get into it. Yeah. In a bit, yeah. <laughs> so I had uh, the support that I had from my friends and my family throughout that whole trip, um, it, and still now it's it's just been amazing, man. So I I always love to like just show appreciation to them and and. It's just it's hard to explain, man. I just yeah, I, for a, deep down appreciate everybody that's giving awesome. giving me their support on these uh, crazy tactics and antics that I that I tend to do. So yeah, yeah. Some feelings are hard to put into words. Yeah, absolutely. I feel good, great, <laughs> I, positive. Like, but it's hard to exactly describe the feeling. But I, I've seen the the support um, and what you did. Can, I, can we, we're gonna jump into that now. Yeah. I, I, so the bike ride was from. Columbus all the way here is uh how, how many miles is that was that 140 uh, yeah so yeah it was 140 140 miles 140 miles back roads of Ohio <laughs> I'm tired just yeah. hearing 140 miles man yeah. that's insane I did yeah. four miles of the day my thighs hurt <laughs> 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 I went around Pearson Park yeah. man I, was, I got out of that. I was like oh that was that was good you're talking 140, 140 here miles, how, man. How, how what was the purpose first of all behind that yeah so in 2018 my mother passed away from from cancer um and again amazing support from my friends and family to get me through that that rough time and i knew i wanted to do something to give back to to the community so uh there's this there's this nonprofit organization ca- called Pelotonia okay. and they 100% of the proceeds from my ride so i i i basically pledged three thousand dollars to raise three thousand dollars for cancer research okay a hundred percent of that went straight to cancer research and the good thing about that the the so it's kind of twofold right giving back to cancer research in the name of my mother Mm -hmm. and then also the the money the funds went to the ohio state cancer research center Oh, okay. In nice. Columbus. Yeah. And so that's my alma mater and yeah. that, you know, I'm an alumni of Ohio State. So I wanted to give back to them. Yeah, that's I perfect. wanted to give back to cancer research and I wanted to do something in the name of my, of my mother. And so it, it was an emotional thing to do. Right. Yeah. And, it, and just to have the support from everybody was, was just amazing. So originally the event is you can do different things. You can do a 25 miler a 50 miler, a hundred miler or a 200 miler. Okay. So me being me, I'm like, I got to go big or go home, man. Yeah. Let's do 200 miles. Yeah. Let's do it. And the event is a hundred miles one day and then a hundred miles the next day. You go out a hundred miles and then you turn around the next day and you come back a hundred miles. Okay. And it's this big event in Columbus and, um, you know, you're going to have a lot of support and everything, blah, blah, blah. Then COVID hit. And so it shut everything down. The yep. event was basically canceled. So it was it was a little disheartening, but basically what they did was they were like, just make it your own. You can decide to, to do it however you want. There's, nice. there's no donation. Like you, 
please still continue to donate and and to raise money but there's no set in stone number anymore and you don't have to do you don't have to fulfill like the 200 miles if you don't want to so i still set out to do the 200 miles i was like this is going to be a challenge for me mm-hmm. so i basically googled the distance from columbus to toledo and i started at the shoe in columbus ohio nice and yeah <laughs> and uh went to my mom's gravesite ended at my mom's gravesite uh, just to honor her and the whole the whole deal of that, and that was 140 miles. And then I figured, you know, the next day I'd do 60 miles. Well, one of my best friends, um, her mother passed away, and uh, from cancer. And so I decided the next 60, the last 60, I was going to end at her gravesite, and we were going to do that. So again, very meaningful, emotional, and. Um, really good just just to be able to raise that money just to have the support from everybody like when i first started the three thousand dollar goal to raise seemed like i may be stretching it like Mm -hmm. i was like i don't know if i can raise that much money i've never tried to raise money any money before so Mm -hmm. i was like i don't know if i can do this the first two weeks i had fifteen hundred dollars you know what I'm saying? Like it was it everybody was just so supportive right off the bat. They yeah. they it was like this is a no brainer. I'm definitely gonna hit this goal. I might even get more, you know? Like yeah. it was just when you when you set out again, when you set out for something and you and you work your butt off for it and you yeah. try as hard as you can, it it will it will happen. You'll get there for sure. That's emotional, man. That's that's awesome. I I that I I probably can't express how I'm feeling right now just hearing you you say that um i'm sure for you the, i i can't even imagine I, I i can't i there's no way that i can but that had to have been of an incredible experience getting here um getting to the site um i i couldn't even put it into words i i can't even imagine what you were feeling but like hats off to you for doing something like that like, that's amazing that's super amazing um, imagine imagine this is this is what i rolled up to man i through all the COVID stuff, through all every, you know, everything. I had friends and family that were there waiting for me to get there, that were checking on me every step of the way, that were, you know, met me halfway to to give me water, to make sure that I had everything. That's awesome. Um, just to, to be there, going out of their way to support me, man. That's awesome. It's just an unbelievable feeling. It's an and. It, 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 I just want to thank everybody from the bottom of my heart. Like, you know who you are. Um, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm very blessed to have the people that are in my life. And I, I, I appreciate everything that they've done for me for sure. That's awesome, yeah. man. I have to imagine that was an incredible experience. Check, check this, the back roads of Ohio. Mm-hmm. Cause Google maps, if you, if you Google from the shoe to this, to the cemetery, It'll take you through the back roads, okay. So that you're the safest, uh, even if you're the roads don't have a bike path. Yeah, it'll take you the the less traveled roads. Okay, that was an amazing experience. I went through small towns of Ohio, barely the downtowns are gone, right? And just bar- houses are barely surviving, but then you see a beautiful home that's well taken care of, and you see these. A lot of it was corn and soybeans yeah and then you see this nice house this nice farmhouse and nice barn and nice tractors and all this and it was just it was just a surreal moment to go 
to be able to take this path and go down this this road one by myself yeah right in my thoughts and just taking it all in and just appreciating everything ohio has to offer and it's it's not something that everybody gets to do on a on a regular basis you know a lot of people take the the easier path down you know 23 and you know kind of cruise through everything and, and and don't really get to see rural ohio yeah the yeah. details, the details, exactly. really, uh, when it comes down to it, because there, there's plenty, plenty of contrast, I guess I would say, uh, between bigger cities where you're at your dad now and and seeing those little rural areas as you come across, especially the areas more affected by COVID, because even those little downtowns, I, they can't. It's hard for any of those businesses to survive right now, yeah. so it's a whole different time to see them. So I can imagine you riding through all that. That being said, you had to have been exhausted. I don't, I don't, like, I, 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 there's still a large distance there, man. So yeah. how 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 were you feeling most of the ride? Were you uh, just thinking of the end game? Were you in the moment? Were you tired? Were you just ecstatic to be there? Kind of how were you feeling with that? So I I thought I was going to be a lot worse off than yeah. I was. And I trained. I trained for six months. I'd get up at three or four o'clock in the morning and, and go out for bike rides for, you know, two, three hours a day. On on Saturdays, we'd go out for five hours. And, you know, we, we trained for this. Okay. You know, I never yeah. I, I, I never did 140 miles. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I, I made it to 100 miles during my training. Okay. Um. But. So the main reason I wanted the event to happen, I was a little disappointed that the event didn't happen is because when you're in that event and you see all these other people that are with you, like you get a burst of energy. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's unexplainable. You feed. Yeah. You feed off, off that, each other's energy, off yeah. that energy. And you see other people that are riding with you and you and it's it's like another gear that you get into. Mm-hmm. And I was so worried that I was going to have this like I'm just going to be by myself and it's not going to mean as much and it's not going to be that epic and you know whatever and and i'm just gonna dread this whole 140 miles never once did i feel that way no never once because i like i said i had all that support yeah and people were tracking me they i i sent them the app that i was working on so they Mm -hmm. knew exactly where i was at they were cheering me on every step of the way it was like i was in the event all by myself and it was it was not any different and nice and so 70 miles came around and I was like, I'm halfway there and I'm not even done yet. Like I could do this. Like there's, there's no way I'm not doing this. Right. And up until about, I had about 20 miles left. I did 120 miles already up until about 20 miles. I started running low on water and I was going back through the back roads of rural Ohio, which there's no gas stations or anything like that. And so I was a little worried about that. But once I took down a Powerade, once I got there, Golden. I was golden, man. Nice. I was, I mean, I'm able to walk around. I'm still able to like, you know, it, I'm not incapacitated whatsoever. Like yeah. I, I'm, my ankle is a little sore, but. Like you're good. Yeah, I'm good. Nice. I'm good. Uh, nice. That's a long distance. And then you did 60 more. Yeah. So after I did, that, I did the 60. Yeah. And that's when my ankles really started to hurt the, the last 60. Yeah. But again, I, I went out to UT. So I rode UT and there's a, a trail, university trail out there at UT and it's, okay. it's seven and a half miles out. And then if you do a loop and come back, it's, you know, it's another 17 and a half miles. So I basically stayed on this and the last 18 miles, I ran into a, another guy that was out there and this dude was, 
just on a regular bike. Like he didn't have any clip in shoes for his pedals or anything like that. He, he wasn't wearing like, you know, I, I have a, a jersey and, and pants or whatever. He mm-hmm. wasn't wearing anything like that. Um, he was just a regular dude on a bike and he was keeping up with me. And so him and I, like, I, like I started going like 20 miles an hour and he was right behind me and we were just, that was the event that, yeah. Right. That yeah. was the, the event yeah. feeling that I got. Yeah. And, and so that last 20 miles went, was, went way better than the first 40. Nice. Very nice. So you got I, the feed off the energy. Yeah. You got, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. you got I that. I got that event. Yeah. Right. You got it. Very nice, man. Yeah. That's, uh, I'm, I'm very happy for you. And, and that even though COVID's going on and all that's going on, that you were still able to have that. That's real special, man. Yeah. Like, real special. So I, I'm glad you were able to pull that off. Plus, this feel that support from everybody yeah. had to have been an amazing feeling in and of itself right there. So uh, I'm happy for you that you went through that. Like, yeah. I'm super happy for you. True blessing, man. Um, it's, a, it's, it's an unbelievable feeling to, to just know that when you again when you set your mind to something and you had that support like it, it that alone this is support alone is just gets you through the day yeah so any plans on coming back to toledo anytime soon so you you visit you did the bike right now you you visit you said two three times a year mm-hmm. that was pre-covid yeah. so now i assume it's a little less but yeah. do you have any plans on coming back here do you like it in phoenix so what's what's your what's your mindset on that so I love it in Phoenix. Okay. I, I love Phoenix. I love the opportunities that I've been presented in Phoenix. I think being a, a large city mm-hmm. as it is, there's, uh, there's a lot of opportunity out Absolutely, there. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, and it's given me all I can take and, uh, and I just appreciate that so much. Awesome. I, I love Toledo and I, I root for Toledo. Um, and I will continue to root for Toledo and it's, you know, I'm going to do my best to give back to my community mm-hmm. it, as much as I can. Um, I, I, tr- I come back here as, as, as often as I can. I'll, mm-hmm. co- I'll come back in December okay. and, uh, you know, it's, it's more of like family thing, man. Like yeah. I, I got to stay close to my family again. I support the people that support me and, and I need to protect the people that, that really support me. Yeah. And, and that's what I do when I come, when I come home, I see them and, um, rekindle relationships and, yeah. and stay close to the, the friends that I have here and, the friends that I have here are the are some of the closest friends that I'll ever have in my entire life, and uh, they prove it every time I come back. And nice, very so nice. I, Toledo, I, it will always have a special place in my heart. Awesome, for sure. So business wise, because moving wise sounds like you're good in yeah, Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. Uh, business wise, do you plan on purchasing more properties? Do you want to expand on that? Do you want to expand on that maybe more towards your way? Yeah. Or do you want to expand here first and then maybe move there? Any plans on that? I know I'm throwing a lot at you right now, but yeah. <laughs> so the the original goal was to buy a property in in Toledo, and then buy a property in Phoenix, and then buy a property in Columbus, and that way I can, and that way you know I always have a tie back back home to those 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 areas plus okay. columbus is really booming right now and mm-hmm. uh, i'd love to get uh, into that action right there um and phoenix is really booming right now so luckily so after i bought the duplex in in ohio in toledo uh i'm blessed enough to be able to buy a duplex out in phoenix where i live right now um i live in one side and i rent the other side out and basically i started from scratch on that that house was that house was uh, it was newer but it was never really taken care of it okay. was, it's from it's built in 2003 newer yeah Yeah, definitely newer yeah definitely newer um but you know everything i everything i when i walked into the place and you know i got videos and of upgrades and pictures of what i've done to Mm -hmm. the place but i basically did everything except tear down the walls 
you know, yeah. bra- you know, brand new paint, brand new floors, brand new um, paint in the cabinets. So brand t- new touched everything up. Like yeah. every, everything was good, but everything needed touched up. Is that like the scenario? Yeah, okay. exactly. It's just it was just old and outdated and whatnot. And you know, is that the house you put the pictures or you welded the the <laughs> storm door <laughs> yeah, on yeah, there? Yeah, uh, yeah man, I'm uh, learning all this on my. N- I've never welded before. Yeah. The welds look like shit, but. Yeah. But they, the, but they do work. they hold? They work. That's it. Yeah. That's it I right there. I can swing on that door all that, day long. That's, that's <laughs> what's up, man. That's all you need right there. Yeah, Most of the welds, even if it's bad, you can grind it down mm-hmm. to make it look real nice. It's, as long as it holds, you're golden, yeah. man. Exactly. Uh, and you did the work yourself, which all is what's stuff. awesome. A lot of people are scared to do that, yeah. especially with something like welding. Would you buy your own welder? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, buy a cheap a cheap welder. Yeah. 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 Did you with stick welding? Huh? Stick welding? What kind of welding did you do? It's just like a little. I don't even d- know. D- does it have? Gun. Okay, so there's two different kinds. There's, there's you can you can hit the gun. The it feeds something out. Yeah, that's the one. Okay, so it's yeah. like a MIG welder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Those are yeah. easier. Yeah, those are way easier. <laughs> Thank goodness. You just got to clamp on and then and, yep. and then weld it down. But if you don't know what you're doing or you've never done it before, that's a scary experience. Yeah. Uh, the first time I MIG welded was like. What? Like what? And they're like, no, you have to keep feeding and keep going. I'm like, this is scary, man. There's so many spikes. <laughs> Burn all, me. It's yeah. sparking in your eyes and you can't see what's <laughs> this going this on. This is insane. So, yeah. uh, and that was me when I was training uh, for Tool and Die. Mm-hmm. You were just, you just wanted to do it. Yeah. That's that's insane. That's YouTube, great. YouTube yeah. University. Yeah, man. YouTube don't, University. Don't they don't. T- they don't understand how crucial YouTube is yeah. to learn anything that you want anything. to. Anything. Anything. I don't care what anything. it is. Th- there is a video out there detailed teaching you exactly videos. how to do it. Detailed mm-hmm. videos. Detailed. Like it's Absolutely. Like they break it down for you. Yeah. Like anything yeah. that you want. Like and a lot of times you get uh, pros who have been doing it for like ever. So yeah. they give you tips that even even learning here you wouldn't learn. Yeah. Uh, so you have this outside perspective and you got somebody who's been doing this for 15 years. Yeah. And it's like, make sure you don't do the one thing that you were probably going to do right away. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, they got to watch yeah. that YouTube video. Yeah. It's a, important to take advantage of that. See, for, for me is, is I'll watch the video and then I'll just jump right into it. Mm-hmm. And then that video will be like, make sure you don't do this. <laughs> and I had already done that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little i was like uh, a little step too two late. make yeah. sure in step one you don't do this like oh i should have watched the whole video yeah, first yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no it's uh it's been a uh, learning experience man and um i'm uh, it's it's w- once you get past that fear because when i when i was buying the duplex i backed out the duplex out in phoenix i was Why? like this is an expensive purchase it was it was one of those it was the biggest purchase I ever made. It wasn't like the scary to yeah, go into a financial was, situation like yeah. that. Yeah. I was like, what happens? What happens if this? What happens if that? Yeah. What happens if this? You can you get know? lost in that negative thought too. You can get lost. You go it, down it's a not even hole. negative. It's it's a reality because yeah. those things can happen. Yeah. Um but when you start weighing everything, it gets really scary. Yeah. Yeah. And and other options seem more feasible and yeah. you know, you start looking at other ways to do things and you're like well, I could just hold off a little bit longer yeah. until I'm a little bit more comfortable, blah, blah, blah. And I, I, I honestly, when I was, I was already approved for everything. It was going to go through. It, I just needed to get an appraisal for the the property and make mm-hmm. sure it appraised per- correctly. And I called my realtor up the night before the appraisal and I was like, I can't do it. I was like, I'm pulling out. And he's like, well, he's like, he's like, I get it. He's like, Let's just see what it appraises for, and then we'll make a decision on it. And I was like, honestly, I was like, I don't really care what it appraises for. Like, <laughs> you're already, like, yeah, I was, you already said. I yeah. was like, I already, you know, I've already figured a different route to take that no. that uh, would be safer. Yeah, and, and that's all it came down to was that I would have been a little bit safer. Yeah, 
And he was like, let's just see what it comes from. Like, let's sleep on it, blah, blah, blah. And I tell you what, that night I slept and I had a dream. And it wasn't like you need to buy this property type of dream. But Mm -hmm. it was a dream where I woke up in the middle of the night. And I was like, I'm going to buy this property. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like, I'm just going to go through it and see what happens. The universe spoke to you. It it wasn't even like like a ghost came up and was like, Yo, you need to buy this property. It was just a feeling, right? It was, it was just a feeling that I need to take this chance. Mm-hmm. I need to take this risk, and I need to just see it through all the way. And it's worked out, man. Nice. I, I'm I think that's what you wanted originally, yep. so you got the duplex that you wanted in a city that you love. Like It's exactly. amazing. Awesome. Exactly. Yeah. It's, just, it's, just a, it's just a stepping stone to build a bigger future, you know? Was the was the second part of the duplex w- was it all empty? The whole home was empty, or both were there people? Uh, both of them had both sides had people in it. Okay. Yeah. So um, they both had leases, and I had to I had to buy one of the leases out. Okay. So that I could move in per my mortgage contract. Yeah. And the other tenants that were in there, they're they're wonderful people. I, I love them, and I I hope that they stay for a long time. And you know they're everything's been working out they nice. they like me they uh, you know if they need something i go over there and fix it it's, it's good having me ne- right next right door. Yeah, yeah yeah and so yeah it's, it's i say did you need to do any work to either or other than just the like the finishing touches or the retouching i guess of everything so uh, basically everything just needs to be done on both sides like i need to I need to get another appraisal so that i can get the the value of the home okay. properly appraised but i have to do um I have to, you know, there's electrical work that I that I have to do. That not saying that it's not up to code, but it just needs to be a little bit better. There's always new stuff. There's always better ways to get it exactly. set up. Especially that's the one that was that the one from 2003. Yeah, the, that yeah, was yeah, built yeah. in 2003. Mm-hmm. So it can't be, I mean, it can't be out of date yeah. or too too far off. So let me let me tell you a story about the the water heater. So my tenant's water heater went out, right? And I'm at this time I'm I'm. I already tore up the floors and I'm putting down the floors and basically I, like I work my, you know my six six a.m. six thirty a.m. to three three p.m. job mm-hmm. and then right after that I go to the gym and then I then I come back and I start working on little projects around the house and so I'm doing these like from like five four or five to like eight o'clock at night okay basically all I'm doing is like renovating my side of the property mm-hmm. and then mid midway through this doing the floors and you know in my head i'm like man i don't know what i got myself into I'm, you know i'm having you those get lost sec- in thought yeah, yeah. yeah. getting those no. second thoughts i'm like man wha- how how is this ever gonna work out blah, blah blah my tenants come over and like josh the water heater's out there's no hot water and the water heater just basically just is leaking all over the place like it's just oh, done. worst case scenario type deal like in this late at night like nobody's around nobody's available to for to get it fixed so you know we're i when i turn off the water it's on off it's off on my side too yeah because it's a duplex the water just goes to one bill yeah and so we had to go through this uh no water for you know a day and a half and you know it you know i try to do the best i can and uh, like hey look I know you don't have any water and it sucks, but I also don't have any water and I know yeah. it sucks. You know, like I'm, I'm going through this with you guys. Yeah. So don't think that I'm just trying to like push everything off until it's convenient for me. Yeah. And, um, so I was, I was really having some negative thoughts and, and whatnot. And the plumber that came over the next day 
to to do the water heater. He looks at me. He's like, "You you own both sides," and I was like, "Yeah, the, like these are my tenants. Like, you know, just let me know if you need any help or whatever." He's like, "Wow, man." He's like, "You're young." He's like, "The fact that you are doing this right now is just amazing. Like, good for you. You're really doing something for yourself." I like, he told me he was proud of me. A that's complete, awesome. A complete stranger. Yeah, that's awesome. That just gave me that extra energy to keep going. You know, like I'm I'm doing something. Yeah. Like I'm not just I'm not just doing this just as a hobby. Like this is yeah. this is something special. And so that you know, it's little things like that. When you really when you look at life through those 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 glasses and those those views, life is a lot more enjoyable. Uh hats off to that guy. Um, also, cause sometimes we all need a little bit of encouragement, even at moments that we, you know, it, he didn't even know, you know, he doesn't know what's going through your head. Right. He has no idea. Right. He just saw something going on that he really liked, told you how he felt about it. And it was at a pivotal moment where you were having thoughts that, that weren't so great. And that just reassured that you were on the right track. And I, I think we should all do that. I think when we see things that are positive, see things that we feel good about, we, we should say it we should tell people that i think some people are scared to give uh like a compliment to people yeah. at times yeah. and i think that's so that's crucial so hats off to him for giving you that compliment that gave you that 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 boost yeah because you were already doing the right things yeah but your your mind was a little off yeah and that just put it right back on track now you're fine yep. keep, keep going yep. nice absolutely very man. nice it, and you got to watch out for those things, man. You can't just like if someone gives you a compliment, you got to really appreciate that. You got to take yeah. it in. You got to you got to soak it up. For, soak for, it yeah. for what it is. You know, yeah. um, uh, I think a lot of people, a lot of times they just they dwell on the negative things and, mm-hmm. and that has happened in their lives. And if if you can just if you can just find those positives, little little positives here and there yeah. and soak those in your mindset is just a, a, a whole nother world, man. Yeah. Yeah, it goes a long way. It really does go like a super long way. Those little, this, I, and we all go through times where our mindset isn't right. Uh, we're, this is life. Uh, it's not all always positive things. So sometimes we go through that little funk. And it's crazy how just one little statement can, can help at least make the turn to get you out of there. Maybe it's not the whole thing, but it, it at least triggers something in your mind to go back into a positive state. And then that rolls, man, that, that, that goes right back into the energy that you're putting in every day. And that spirals into something great. So yeah. I, I, hats off to him yeah. for giving you that yeah, compliment. Absolutely, man. I needed it. He gave it to me at the exact time that I needed yeah. it. And, um, and I look back on that when, any, you know, when anything else happens that's a little bit outside of what I was expecting, mm-hmm. I look back on that. Yeah. And, you know, that, that dude was a complete stranger. Yeah. And he gave me something that that I can always I can always reach in my back pocket nice. and, p- and pull out and, yeah. and keep moving forward. So. Very nice. Yeah. So if you uh, are looking for more opportunities here, there, I, I don't know if we I don't know if we answered that question. We, we you got that property now mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Do you want to do more properties there? Do you want to? You, you said Columbus here there, but like what's yeah. your which Colum- which one are you aiming for? Columbus is next. Or you're really yeah. d- or Columbus okay. is next. So so I'll. Uh, I'll get these properties that I have here straightened out and um, fully, fully um, um, rented. Okay. Um, 100% capacity. And then I plan on staying at my place and fixing up both sides and making both yeah. sides look the same as mine and putting new floors in, painting and whatnot. Yeah. And then um, in the meantime, I'm going to look, start looking at places in, in Columbus. Okay. And um, 
I think that's once I have that one, then I'll then I'll refocus and and come back to Toledo. Mm -hmm. And, you know, who knows? I have, I you know, being in this community of uh, investing in, in, in investment properties, you meet other investors and you meet other people yeah. that are doing the same thing as you. And um, other opportunities start presenting themselves. And and I think maybe I maybe I have an opportunity to get into uh, a property in New York, um, not New York City, but, you know, New in Albany, New, York, yeah. New Albany, New York or something like that. And, uh, you know, we'll see where it takes us. You know, I'm not set in stone on, on anything in particular just yet, but definitely Columbus is Columbus will be my next focus. And hopefully that works out. Isn't it hard to manage them in different locations like that, though? Like the the more spread out you are, or is that what you want? Like you want to have, and if you do that, do you have anybody who would assist you? Because like, let's say you buy one in Columbus, and something happens, the the, the water heater, the water goes out. Do you have somebody close that would assist? Would you fly out there? Like, how would that work if you were renting those kind of uh, properties out? Yeah. So when I originally started here in Toledo, my cousin who is a blessing she was she was my property management for a while and okay. then i got you know one property is okay for you know a mom and pop type of deal that mm -hmm. like we were and then two pro properties is a little stringent but the three properties being four units it was too it's much too much yeah. it was too much just for uh, an inexperienced yeah. person you know so so she was inexperienced i was inexperienced we didn't really know like how to how to best go about certain circumstances okay. and so I, I ended up going with a property management company out here. And so they, they deal with a lot of the day-to-day -day type of things. Nice, okay. And, and so I don't have to worry about that. I just basically, I'm quote-unquote manage the property managers. Okay. Right, to make sure, like, I'm on the same page as them. I know exactly what's going on. And, gotcha. You know, okay. If something breaks down, they let me know. And then I, you know, I give the go-ahead to fix it a certain way or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what I would do if I bought one in Columbus, I'd have same deal. Yeah. Okay. I'd, I'd do the same deal. Property management company. They, they take a cut of the, of the rent in the, in the profits or whatever, but it's, but in any situation they're there to kind of take care of it. Exactly. Okay. So it's, it's worth it. Peace yeah, of mind. Peace of mind. Cause exactly. if anything, yeah, anything happens, you don't have to fly out or do anything. That's what I was kind of wondering. Like, how would you even handle that? If something, something were to go bad, what would you, you catch a plane? Like, how does that work? Yeah. You have a friend. That's nice. All right. So, uh, more property is Columbus would be nice. Columbus would be really nice to have a house out there. Mm -hmm. um, and th and then think about it like this. So, I I always have considered going back to Columbus and and potentially uh, living in Columbus because mm -hmm. Nationwide is based out in in Columbus. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of opportunities for me out there. And so if I have a duplex in in Arizona and I have a duplex in in Phoenix and or um, in Columbus and one side rents rents and pays the mortgage if the other side is vacant i can come and go as i please i was just gonna say that you, know? you always have a backup house exactly like worst case scenario you have a place to go in any of these yeah. locations which is awesome to be able to uh, i'm gonna go here for a week or i'm gonna go there and especially now with you know with everybody working from home or a mm -hmm. lot of people working from home and you know i work from home full time now because mm -hmm. of covid um not that i i'd rather be in the office mm -hmm. I, I like to get that that FaceTime and interaction with a lot of people but it opens up different opportunities, you know. Yeah. It may cut off the opportunities from from networking with people in the office, but mm -hmm. it opens up opportunities for me to be able to move to Columbus and start renovating a property out there yeah. or whatever. So, you know, you just got to look look at the positives of things and but yeah, that's th that's the goal, you know, like be a snowbird, I guess. Yeah. Be a snowbird. <laughs> it gets it gets 110, 120 degrees in Arizona, come yep. back to Columbus yep. and 
disappear for a little bit, yeah, do your thing out. there, and then, yeah, yeah, nice, absolutely. Um, oh, I was just gonna say something. It left my head right, right as I was gonna say it. Um, the backup properties is nice, but there was something else I wanted to touch on with that, and it completely left my head. It's gone. It's out of there completely now. With the uh, uh, with the Columbus or uh, no? With uh, you know what? COVID. Everybody working okay. from home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, working out of the office. Like I loved working in the office because I like talking to people and. Uh, networking is is crucial to anything and the more people you get to know everybody has uh, a little bit of a different um, different taste in life so they do a little bit of this a little bit of that and you get to meet people like that and they may have some knowledge and point you in the right direction or they may know somebody it's just a, a a lot of positive things that I like about that. Yeah. And then I, I don't get me wrong. I'm working from home as well. I love working from home. It's really convenient. Flexible. Um, yeah. yeah. And then when you get off work, it's like, all right, you find while working from home, I found myself and my thought train to be able to invest more in myself into what can I do? What else can I do while I'm here? Cause if not, you feel like you're wasting time. Mm-hmm. Like if you're at home working from home for eight hours and then you just, watch tv after you're done you feel like yeah. i like like i like me i feel like i'm like god i need to do something with my life and you didn't even um, get that transition yeah. that, that car ride to get out of your work mindset yeah. right so you now you're like now, now you just don't know what to do you're confused right yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a horrible so it's like all right so I, I i do miss the office because of that like i i, I really want to go back and talk to people and it's weird and so it's a balance of like i don't want to get covid I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't really want to be around too many people, but also like being at home, if if you don't do the right things can be very unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't do the right things, it can be very bad. And for me, like at the beginning of all this, like my eating habits, my sleeping habits, yeah. uh, uh, a lot of it was just not good. It was not good for my own mental state of mind. And then as I realized that I was like, hold on, I'm like, I'm not taking care of myself as much as I did when like where you had a normal routine, you'd go out, you do certain key things. Word, man. Routine. Uh, yeah. Routine. You gotta yeah. find your routine in this unroutine world yeah. that we live in right yeah. now. Yeah. Like, that's the hardest for a lot of people to do, man. Like you gotta do it yourself. Because yeah. when you have a job, okay, you have to be there at this time, you have to do this, and you have to dress however you have to dress. You have this these things that you follow and it gives you that structure that some people need that structure. You have to have it, otherwise you don't feel right. Like you don't know how you some people are not good at discipline of structuring themselves. Um, so they have that structure. And then you take that away and it's like, and that was me. I, I, again, that was me completely. And where I'm in a routine of working out every day, eating healthier, doing a couple things to help myself out. Otherwise, it can being at home all day can yeah. drive you insane. Yeah. You got to do something. Mine started out with like doing some projects around the house, renovating the bathroom, the kitchen, some bedrooms, painting, all kinds of stuff. And I was like, I, I, I and then you get tired, you get wore out of re- renovating. You're like, all right, I need to slow down. But then you start doing nothing. And it's like, all right, well, how do I find a balance of what to do? And that routine is crucial. It's yeah. like, all right, let me I'm get up in the morning. I'm going to do this. I'm going to prepare for this. What can I do after work? Uh, okay, I have this many hours. I can set it up. Um, scheduling stuff. Scheduling stuff out so that you have it mapped out to do it yeah. is, is crucial to getting more stuff done. Don't get me wrong. You could probably get a lot of it done without it. But you're gonna like you're gonna skip days. You're gonna miss. It's gonna take you forever to do that. If you just write it out, like all right, you're uh, just more you know, efficient. Yeah. You're, you're wait, just efficient. More efficient. That's that's the word. I yeah, mean, that, that's what it comes yeah. down to. If you if you 
break it out and you say this is what I'm going to do on a regular basis, nope. then you build habits and you don't have to think about it. Once you nope. build habits, that's the best thing about habits is you don't your mind doesn't have to think about it. It doesn't have to work hard and you don't have to use energy to to go through that process. It's like brushing your teeth. You wake mm-hmm. up and you brush your teeth mm-hmm. and you don't think about it and it's not something that takes energy away from you. Yeah. Whereas we, you know, if you throw in something new every day, that you weren't planning for. Like yeah. you have to you have to one, you have to consider whether you really want to do that that day mm-hmm. or you want to do something else. Like you the less decisions that you have to make throughout the day, mm-hmm. the the less your mind has to work uh, and and it can focus on other more important tasks yep. and more important decisions and you can make clear decisions. Clear deci- yeah. way clearer decisions yeah. because you already have it mapped out what what you want, what what's going to happen all this. Uh, it just makes it easier. Okay, I'm going to go through that. And when you get hit with something that you need to think about, you can focus on that one thing. Whereas if you don't, your whole thing is, should I do this? Should I not? Uh, it's mentally exhausting. Yeah. It's yeah. mentally exhausting, yeah. too, where maybe you don't even do any of those things. You just lay down yeah, on the couch just like, and just watch this. Netflix, and yeah. you're like, done. I'm done for the day. I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. Uh, and it comes down It comes down to, I mean, people don't think about it. It, com- it comes down to the most minute decisions. Like I said, brushing your teeth. You don't think about that because you you usually do that on a regular basis, mm-hmm. but it's it's um you know like I usually meal prep, and now I haven't because of COVID I haven't really meal prepped because I'm already at home. Mm-hmm. But usually I wouldn't have to make that decision because I made all my food on Sunday, so yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday I don't have to worry about what I'm eating for lunch now because I I don't meal prep because I'm already at home and I can just cook meal while I'm at home. Mm-hmm. I still have to decide what I'm going to cook. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, it's going to take me 20 minutes. Oh, I don't uh, feel like, I don't it, really uh, feel like yeah. doing that. You yeah. know, like I'll just yeah. go run to the store real quick and grab something or I'll, yeah. I'll go eat out or, you know, it's, it's those things. And it's, it's, it goes down to like when you're trying to work out and you're trying to eat right and you're trying to eat healthier and stuff like that. It's like, if you can just lay out your, that's why meal prep is so, crucial it really is because if you can just lay out your meals and you and you don't have to think about it you just pull it out of the fridge throw it in the microwave and yeah. go about your day you don't have to decide whether you're going to go get food at mcdonald's or going to get you know go get taco bell or whatever you're, yeah it's already right there in front of you that you really have no like it takes more work for you to go to mcdonald's than it would be for you yeah. to pull that out and throw it in the microwave yeah. right you know so you it's those things that people need to really re-strategize their their mind and really focus on like how to make how to make this easier for me to get through this difficult life choice i I feel like i had to hit like a super down point for me to get there though like for me it was like like it was like just a bunch of like i don't know like i'm so social like i i talk to everybody like i like i love talking obviously and i got i did that at work i go i talk to people in stores i talk to random people like I, i i like talking and since COVID hit, it's like I've completely started like isolating myself mm-hmm. for safety purposes. Um, you know what I mean? Like trying to be as safe as possible. But th- an extremity of that is bad as well. Like a, an extremity of anything, I guess, is, is bad. But yeah. like I found myself to an extremity not wanting to go to the store, mm-hmm. not wanting to go out, not wanting to do certain things. And it, it was it was taking a negative effect. And I feel like I had to hit a point where it was just like like it like I just felt really bad. Like I felt really negative. Like I felt really down on myself mm-hmm. for me to be like, 
I had to analyze why am I feeling this way? What am I doing wrong? Is it something that I'm doing? Is it like everyone affected because of COVID this way? Or is it me in particular or a, a mixture of both? Yeah, you know I, what I mean? I think it's a, uh, a mixture of both. Yeah, Everyone's it, handling it different it, and it, and nobody can tell you that they can give you their best practices, yeah. but it might not be it, the best practice for you. It won't work for everybody. Yeah. Everybody's life is completely different. Yeah. So it took a while for me to evaluate the things that I was doing wrong because when I had that routine of going to work doing that every I, I operated a little bit differently and also express myself more because I get to talk to people I get to do this I expend energy doing that like that's it's a my normal way of being uh, and then I, I found that I wasn't I wasn't expending energy that way I wasn't uh, socializing like I should um, I, I wasn't doing any of these things also I wasn't being as productive Aside from that, food intake wasn't being good. I wasn't doing exercise. This is like a list of things that I had to evaluate one day, and I'm like, I don't, I don't have a chance. Yeah, I don't have a chance at all. Like, if I don't do anything, like, how am I supposed to prosper and move forward if I'm not setting myself up for that? So I had to evaluate. Okay, well, what are the first thing physically, I'm, I need, I need to start working out. I need to start doing that. Uh, eating, uh, I need to start eating better. I need to do these things and uh, scheduling out. I'm still working on that one. <laughs> that was a little tougher, but like I, I do a lot better about scheduling some things out. Okay, this is what I'm going to do this week. I need to get this accomplished. As long as I get this done by this day, I'm good. Yeah. And and have some kind of like a loose structure at least mm -hmm. has helped me phenomenally. Mm -hmm. Like it's helped me a lot get out of that like negative mind state and start moving forward positive mm -hmm. and pushing towards good things. I mean, just work. First of all, you've been working out since high school. <laughs> you've been working out for a, for a long. You work out every day. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, six at least six times a week. Yeah, at least six times a yeah. week. Do you have a, a routine for working out? Do you, do you work out in the mornings, afternoons? Like, what's your routine for working out? Uh, it it depends. Like before COVID, I would it was going before the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, I know I hear something here. <laughs> No, it depends. Before COVID, I would I'd be at the gym, you know. Um, but because of I was training for this bike ride, mm -hmm. you know, I was spending I was doing more cardio stuff, and I was able to get outside. And, and so this this bike ride has been just a blessing again in a different aspect. Where you know normally I'm going in the gym, and if I didn't have the gym, I wouldn't know what to do. It wouldn't mm -hmm. my first choice wouldn't be to go ride a bike for a hundred miles, yeah. you know? Like, but because I was training for this, I I had an, I had another out, right? Yeah. And so like. You know, I switch it up. I, d I do uh, training for this bike ride. I did a lot of running and I did a lot of obviously biking, but I still, you know, hit the weights every once in a while. But mm -hmm. um, after now that this is training, I'm going to take a, probably a week or two off and uh, just kind of regenerate and, you know, just chill a little bit. And yeah. then uh, I'll, as soon as the gyms open back up in Arizona, I'm going to go back to the gyms and start hitting the weights. Nice. So it, it's it's five, six days a week. It's you know, I don't really have a set regimen. I don't, I, you know, I just go in there and I enjoy doing that. Nice. I, that that's my, that's my way of, of taking it from work and just differentiating my day basically. Like, yeah. Like splitting it. Yeah. Today, now I'm off work and I go to the gym and then I do things that I, I enjoy to do. Like, yeah, I got the hard things out of the way already. Yeah. Sometimes I'll wake up in the morning and do it before, before work, but a lot of the times I, I like to work out after work just because okay. I'm more awake and I feel like I get a better workout after work. But uh, it just depends on what my day looks like. I, I, I found myself uh, working out more towards the evening, seven, seven-ish. Yeah. Um, and then getting home and I, I wake up at like 
five in the morning on most occasions. So are you able to go to sleep after after, after working out? Yeah, yeah. You just yeah, yeah. Because I'm not in shape, so <laughs> like I'm exhausted, <laughs> and I got a trainer, and he's he's pushing, mm-hmm. and we're in the second month now, so he's adding a little bit of things on and changing it up on us, yeah. which is great. Yeah. But I'm sore, man. I leave there and I'm exhausted. I go home, t- shower. I'm ready for bed. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I, I know some people it wakes them up and they can't go yeah. to bed. Yeah. I'm the exact opposite. I, I snore, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm done for the day. And I, I, but I like that though. And I wake up in the morning, refresh more energy, feeling better, clear head, all those things mm. that people talk about. And you're just like, ah, eh, how does that do? No, it, it does. It works, I don't, I don't man. know how the, uh, the, I'm not a specialist on any of that, but I know it works. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's it, a, them endorphins, man. Those, yeah, they, yeah, it's, it's, it's real thing, man. Yeah, absolutely. I wanted to go touch back on on what you were saying that you know the the extremes. You know, mm-hmm. when people go off on the extremes, it's you got to have a balance, right? And it's it's one of those things where you know it's it's the same on both ends. Like you can't be extreme on on you know working out, and especially now with COVID, like people need to un- to cut themselves some slack. Like, yeah, don't just give up on life and don't just like give up on your routines or whatever. But if, you know, if you're, if you're, if you gained a couple of pounds, if you, you know, if you gained, you know, two or three pounds and, you know, you're still trying to figure out like what your schedule is and you haven't been able to work out like you normally do, but you're still getting in there and you're still trying, you know, you're still trying, cut yourself some slack, man. You know, just cut yourself some slack and, and just realize that everybody's going through this and everybody needs to, figure it out and and we're all you know it's a learning curve for everybody so one thing i want to touch on with that and everyone's going to learn at their own pace everybody's going to be a little bit different some people are going to find their their niche some people are not going to find it um some people are going through like a depressive state of mind some people are prospering there's all types of things going on it's okay no matter which stage you're at in that and it's okay the one thing i've uh, and i talked about this with um with the vet um on the last podcast it's okay to talk about certain things that you're going through where i think a lot of people are closed off on talking about depression talking mm-hmm. about kind of what's going on with them because they're afraid of what their responses might be from the outside but i think that's very healthy mm-hmm. and i've gotten into um lengthy conversations with my friends about the state of where everything's at right now and how it affects my mindset and how it's affected me personally. And then you find that, you know, other people are going through similar things and they didn't know that, you know, maybe, Oh, maybe they should start trying to do a routine or eating or working out any of those things. Maybe yeah. it benefits them as well. Maybe they don't see that. Cause I know I didn't see any of that till I hit a point where I was down and then I had like, I, it was literally like, what do I, I need to look for answers. I'm sure there's plenty of other people that are going through some stuff. It's okay to talk about these kind of things. Talking about these kind of things sometimes leads to revelations that you need mm-hmm. in order to change that mindset, in order to get out of it. Um, so I, I like I want people to be comfortable to talk about things like that. Mm-hmm. Some people don't talk about feelings. Yeah, they don't want to yeah. talk about their feelings, yeah. and it's okay to talk about your feelings. We're human beings. We're all going through some crazy stuff. This is unprecedented. Like this is this is this is ridiculous. Nobody knows and, what's going on. In such a prospering era mm-hmm. of technology, of the the way the world is being uh, just run, the world, the way the things work in the world right now are so technologically advanced and yet this thing has brought us all down. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness that we have and we were talking about this earlier yeah. things like the technology to uh, this could be way worse. Yeah. Th- this could be way worse. We could have 
the, no TVs. We could have uh, oh, we have Netflix, Hulu. Uh, we have not only do we have TV, we have the option to choose whatever we want. Like uh, specifically, yeah. I want to specifically watch this show. I can at go to that show. Uh, huh? At any time. At any time. I need this in my house. I don't. I don't want to go to the store. Amazon will have it to you. By the way, they got that. Uh, they built the Amazon place here. Yeah. Uh, they built two. They built the facility in Rossford, and then they mm-hmm. built another one. I forget where the other locations at, um, but I'm I'm hoping to get that like same day shipping yeah, here man. soon. Hey, yeah, that that's in Phoenix, and that's that, a real thing. That's man. awesome. Like, four hours later, that's, that's a real that's thing. So man. Awesome, that's so awesome. But peanut the, butter and jealous, the, man. Yeah, <laughs> the the best part about that is obviously the jobs for Toledo. You know, yes. in the Rossford area, yes. like um, that's gonna bring. I think they said 1,200 jobs. Yeah, man. 1,200 jobs, which is great. Crucial. 1,200 jobs. Crucial. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, that's that's how you build cities, right? You you lower the crime and you increase the jobs. And, yes, and and I think Toledo is trying to do that, and they're doing the best they can. And and uh, it's going to take time, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're they're well on their way, and I'm I'm super pumped for yeah. to see what this is going to turn into because yeah. you know ten years I ago, love it. ten years ago, it wasn't looking this good. No, 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 sure. no, not at all. Did you see the new park they're building? Uh, right in front of the river. Yeah, uh, it's uh, they got uh, those apartments. Uh, right by the apartments, right? Oh man, those apartments are super nice, yeah, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they're they're building a trail that's going to connect the the park right under the high level bridge and then that area, mm-hmm. um, all the way around, like where the docks is and all that. And it's gonna there's gonna be a little bridge over uh, Main Street, oh. right there, right before the Cherry Street Bridge. Yeah. And it's gonna connect right on the inner side of those apartments, and it's gonna lead into a trail. That's going to lead to the park on the uh, that they're building on that other side. Yeah, uh, it looks amazing. They're 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 doing a building there uh, that's going to be encased in glass. They're going to do all types of different plants that are native to this area on the roof. So the whole roof okay. is going to be that. And then there's like an observation at the top, so you can go up and you can take a view of the city um, from that glass building. And then the rest of the parkway, they're they're doing like a like a water obstacle course, like like uh, like uh, they'll have little platforms and ropes that you swing across. Really? To like, yeah, 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 yeah. looks amazing. Uh, I think the whole thing is gonna be like five miles. I'm not positive on that, uh-huh. uh, but it's like a five mile trail that you can go around. Yeah, uh, which is perfect for right now. You know, get perfect. Out, get everybody outside, breathe that fresh air, get that vitamin D going. Oh. You know, it's thinking outside the box. Thinking yeah. outside the box, you know, we, and that's something that honestly Toledo's lacked for for a few years. And they, they have, yeah, and and they were talking about the reasons behind it. They didn't know what to build there. They didn't know if they should build something that would bring people, bring money. What what what? How do they approach what they want to build? And I think a park is perfect, especially for that area that has not been utilized like at all. No. That area has been sat on for decades. Yeah. That area has been sat yeah. on for way 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 yeah. too long, especially um, after the the hockey. The hockey team yeah. back out of there, you yep. know, it, it was, it, it's just been a struggle, man. Yeah, it's there's, been there's been nothing to replace that. Um, by the way, what, uh, a bag of nails is the name of the little restaurant there. Yeah, I heard of that. Delicious. Yeah, delicious, and yeah. right in front of the river, like yeah. it, it's perfect. Like I'm so happy that we're building things like that. Yeah. Like those are little. Well, I mean, those are a big deal, but I mean, in the scheme of 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 a city, it's one building. Yeah. But it makes a major, major, major impact. And then just that brings the morale up. It brings yes. the people in. Brings yes, yes, the morale yes. up. It, it it gives our it gives our city a different different look. People are mm-hmm. looking at us now like we're uh, Toledo's up and coming, basically. Yeah. You know, instead yep. of like oh, like Toledo's yeah. not doing so well. Yeah, you know, it's it. 
it's a different look for us and that's something that we've been desperately trying to figure out how to do and i'm so glad that who whoever's doing it and yeah. you know whatever group of people are doing it like i like let's keep doing them. Yeah, yeah, keep, keep, keep doing what you're doing please yep. and it's not just the things that we've seen it's the, it's the things that i see that they are still doing mm. uh all the construction going around the city which the especially with covid hit everything like reverts back to covid just because it's like a it's a major impact on everything Absolutely. but it's put a halt to a lot of the progress that that we were doing not a halt but it's definitely slowed it down uh, a lot of the construction areas a lot of things have slowed down and even the amount of money that we can invest into these right, things right, just right. because of the economic crisis that not only Toledo's going through but just the United States in general is going Absolutely. through right now uh, it has kind of slowed the progress now. But what I love is I still see the progress. Like I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it in the buildings that they're making. I'm seeing it in the, the plans that they're releasing. Because you can go online and look at the plans of what they have for development in these areas. And it's, it's amazing. Like it's great because you don't – like before it was stagnant. It was like there's nothing to do in the city and nobody's doing anything about it. Yeah. So like here we are. Yeah. Why isn't anybody doing to invest in it? And now you see these investments coming in. It just, it, it feels like it can flames. snowball. Yeah, yeah, it can go bigger and yeah. bigger and bigger. And uh, it gives you that bigger city vibe that I think we should have. We should already Absolutely, have. Absolutely, um, we're we're in a perfect position, a perfect location to be able to do to be able to be a bigger city. Yeah, absolutely. There's no reason that we can't do what absolutely we're, what by we're investing to do. by yeah. investing we have to invest into it for for that to happen yeah but i'm seeing it and i and i i'm loving it. i i again i don't know who those group of people are yeah. keep doing whatever they're doing they're on the right track it, it's really helping out the city i can't wait for that park to be open and though. you know what and it, it comes down to a lot of like there's there's things that you and i can do you know there's mm -hmm. things that you know even not investors but just picking up our picking up our trash you mm -hmm. know keeping our keeping our own space clean mm -hmm. if we work together you know if i if i keep my space clean and you keep your space clean and that your neighbor keeps their space clean like those things add up and big time and if that's all you can do to contribute to the growth of this city you're doing your part yeah right? absolutely and i think that's i think that's people don't people don't play that up enough people don't take enough pride that in mindset yeah that's a that's a mindset of taking pride in in, in it and, and super against littering i hate littering yeah. i hate people <laughs> litter like i like i it's a i hate it like i hate it hate it hate a, it hate it's it a, it's a pointless hate thing. it it yeah, really is like yo there's trash cans everywhere yeah. man like don't do or like when people throw things out of their car yeah Oh, it like ridiculous. irks me so <laughs> yeah. so so bad. It's like leave it in the car, get home, throw it, throw it away in the trash. But you're right. Something as simple as that has a major impact. If more people had that mentality, that that pride, honestly, that yeah. pride in the city, I think it would help out dramatically. I mean, it, it, think about it like this: it's you got to take care of yourself, of course. When you're in a plane, they tell you you know put your mask on first and then take care of somebody mm -hmm. else you take care of yourself first so take care of your your own environment first mm -hmm. then you take care of your family and then you then you take care of your community yep and that and it that spreads out and that's all you can do yep. you know if, if that's the best you can do you're doing something yeah good. yeah and, absolutely and that's what people need to just focus on don't mm -hmm. worry about you know, don't get to a good spot for yourself and just stay there mm -hmm. get to a good spot for yourself and then get your family to a good spot for themselves and mm -hmm. then and then work outside of that and get the community to a good mm -hmm. spot and if and if that just means that you're you know patronizing a, a a downtown business or you know you're you know you're 
you're uh, picking up your trash outside of the front of your house or mm-hmm. you're you know you're you know you see some trash on the street and you pick that up like it's all positive it, it, it's if, all good if that's all you can do then that's all you can do but at least you're doing something and at least you're not contributing yeah. the that's other plenty way. that's not yeah. at least that's plenty like do that like that's that's all and that takes like not much time out of your day to do something like that in your general vicinity not just much energy d- d- or anything. No, 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 not at yeah. all. Yeah. I, I, um, I, it's, it's seen more in certain areas than it's seen in others, but I want that to spread. Yeah. Like I want that mentality to spread. I want that, that I want that kind of feeling in the communities. I, I kind of feel that it's growing more and more. Mm-hmm. I, like I'd love to pour some gas on that and like fuel that fire. Like the, I love it. I love that kind of mentality and it helps our city out so much. It really does. It, all the city needs, honestly, Aside from the investments they're putting in, is just love. Like honestly, mm-hmm. like, and the the community here yeah. though is great. Yeah, like when it comes to local, when it comes to things around here, the community is on it. Yeah. That's when it comes to supporting local, they're great about it. Um, I just want that to spread into more. That mm-hmm. that, that 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 spread it as much as you can into smaller communities into other areas i think that's i think that's the best thing about the the whole thing you know with the par- the new apartments and the the, mm-hmm. the 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 uh the park that you were talking about down there by the river like people start to see that that's a nice area then the, that's a trickle down effect and then also it's a it's like okay now i want my area to look nice yep. so then it's a growth aspect as well so you're getting it from both sides but that wouldn't have been this th- mindset wouldn't have been possible. This growth mindset wouldn't have been possible had this trickle down effect yep. not had happened. Yep. And so it's like it takes it takes a, the whole community to come together and really realize like this is important to a lot of people. And we and we need to really come together and do what we have to do. I, th- I think I think Toledo's on the right track. I, th- I, I honestly say Absolutely. it. Like I said, this covid thing is kind of I mean, that's that's a halt to everything. But I, I have to say, honestly, Toledo's on the right track with all this. I, I'm very happy with the way that it's progressing. Um, what year did you graduate? Did you graduate 06? 07. 07? Yeah. Okay, 05, 07. Mm-hmm. So um, I graduated 05, you 07. We saw what Toledo was back then. Do you remember <laughs> what Toledo was back then? There wasn't much yeah. of, of – No. That was the beginning of the era yeah. of the, the Mud Hens and that. It yeah. was that – that area it was early 2000s yeah um there was n- there was nothing and and there wasn't a lot of hype about there was some hype but when I, at least for me when i got out of high school there 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 wasn't a lot of hype for me to go to and go to one of these games one because i couldn't you know what did we want to do when you got out of high school you you party and you drink yeah and you know yep. You, you yep. i wasn't old enough to do that so that you know those things weren't really for me but yep. like a, a nice park that yeah. i can go hang out with my buddies with or you know a nice community pool that we can go hang out and just yep. have a good time with like to realize like th- these are activities that we can do outside of just you know partying and, uh, and doing getting yeah. in trouble and you yeah know, doing that yeah, stuff. yeah so absolutely it, it, a lot of that you know for me at least you know, I was trying to get out of here after high school because there wasn't anything going on. Mm-hmm. And I knew if I stayed here, I was just going to get in trouble, mm-hmm. you know, and that, you know, it, it could have went either way. But at least for me, like it, I knew I knew who I was and I knew mm-hmm. that I, that th- it wasn't going to work for me. Yeah. And so a lot of people fall into that where they're like. They don't realize who they are and they don't no. realize what, you know, where what path they're going down and, and how to get out of it and they yeah. don't do it soon enough. So. 
to have different outlets and different things to do and you know yeah and, it's and not and positive yeah, and positive, positive outlets things, yeah. yeah that's exactly. that's that's crucial to that yeah. I, I did the okay so the right after high school i left i i, I went to miami and i was like oh, big city life you know what i mean and honestly, I made way more mistakes there than 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 I should. This is right after high school. I'm 18 yeah. in Miami. I didn't even know you went back yeah. to Miami. Oh yeah, yeah. I went to Miami yeah. right after high school, like like a month after <laughs> I graduated high school. I was like, I'm gone, yeah. and I and I took off. And I'm so grateful for when I came back. I came back like a year later, because I was just I, I was in Miami in a loophole where I was working really hard, spending my money every weekend. Mm-hmm. Really bad cycle. Mm-hmm. Really bad cycle. What what am I ever gonna get out of in life? Like. Yeah. What, what, what's going to happen here? Yeah. So I, it was fun at first, though. So I kept doing it for, for, <laughs> for a while. And then I was like, what am I doing here? Like, uh, the city is beautiful. Uh, there's plenty to do here, but I'm doing all the wrong things. Like, this is just bad. Everything's expensive. Like, what were you doing for wh- work? Out wh- there? Wh- I did uh, Lane Tile. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so we used to work money. on the. Oh, yeah. Good money. money. Good trade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they paid you by the job. So we would get everything done like super quick yeah. like uh it's getting up like every day like four thirty in the morning and work until like seven eight o'clock at night mm-hmm. so like putting in major hours mm-hmm. but like where it would take a crew maybe like maybe two three weeks to do a job we'd have it done in, in like five days yeah because we were just like at it we like we, yeah, yeah that's all we want to get paid but then we just went to go spend it like it was the stupidest thing ever but i was 18 mind you and i was like i just want to party as much as i can well, those, that's the time where you can make those mistakes yep. and still come yes. out of it and, and, and still be okay. Yeah. You know, as, as long as you don't go too far off I, the deep I, end. And, and that's, I'm grateful that I did that and made that mistake because when I came back, I had a deeper appreciation for this city. Whereas I saw it as a small city, I saw the potential that we really had here. Mm-hmm. And where Miami was like that big city that I wanted, it was too big and filled with too many bad things disguised in a pretty landscape yeah and it tricked me hardcore mm-hmm. and i i came back and i was like okay and I, I was like all right i need to come back here and i started looking at the city and i was like yo i super underappreciated the city first of all like i i i because i i know that i used to talk bad about toledo because i felt like i had nothing to do and i was probably very accurate on that there really wasn't anything to do mm-hmm. but as the city's been building like when i came back i was like the city has potential mm-hmm. then they started adding little things in and really, honestly, like it's gone slowly, very slowly since then in the wrong direction. And then within the last five, five years, decade, it, it's 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 gone up exponentially. Yeah. I hope it continues that trend. I, I really do. I, I love it here. Uh, my mindset now is way different than what my mindset was in high school. Sure. And the 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 things that they're doing here are very different than what they were doing back then and we need those positive outlets the park is a, just yeah. a positive thing that you can do yeah what are you doing walk around walk around go play go do whatever mm-hmm. you're physically getting some exercise yeah. spiritually you're breathing that fresh air like you, that's so good overall that doesn't involve drinking that doesn't involve partying that doesn't involve any of those kind of things and then it gives like families a place to you know do something free yeah and not have to worry about you know spending an arm and a leg to do something they can go out and they have a good time and it's not it's not going to cost them a ton of money nope. and, and and they can use that money to do other things and that's you know? family time and that's you get to time. you go out to it with your family and, and go enjoy those things yeah. underestimate family time super way too much like family is very important your your personal life is 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 extremely your own and how you make it and and family is a big part of that and 
if you don't have family time, if you don't have that camaraderie and that, that bonding time and that, and that outlet to just be, to figure out who you are as a person and kind of grow up that way. If mm-hmm. you don't have that, like it just makes life once you get out into the real world, it just makes it so much oh, harder. So much tougher. Just so, so much, harder. so much tougher. Yeah. Family's a good support system for all that kind of stuff, man. Um, I, I've touched all the basic points that I wanted to touch on. Is there anything else you'd like to leave the viewers with or anything else you wanted to say? Man, I think, again, man, I I love what you're doing with this, man. This is excellent. This is just another outlet for those people that are that, that have come from Toledo, that built something. And I think we talked about this right before is, you know, the things that I do aren't necessarily for me, you know, like, I, I like to invest in properties and, and do that. But I also like the fact that my nephew and, and my niece and my little cousins, they're seeing me do these things and they saw me go away and, you know, I'm accomplishing all these things and, you know, riding 200 miles in two days They're you know, they're seeing that I'm doing these things and that, that just opens their eyes to what's possible. You know, I'm giving them, you know, you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. but I'm giving them something that they can know. Like I've done this, like you can do it too. And so that that's that's what I think a lot of people need to really refocus on. Let's let's give our youth, our young kids an opportunity to see that there's more than what they've been given so far. There's more out there, there's more that we can do and it's not as hard as you think it is. It's not as hard as you think it is. And nobody has all the right answers. And you can read as many books as you want. But, you know, at the end of the day, if you don't try, you're, you're never going to you're never going to know. And once you try, once you actually really, really try and you do the best you can, you'll see that all the doors will open for you. And uh, I think that's just a huge thing. And I, and I really just what you're doing, what you're bringing these people in, you're talking to these um, fellow Toledoans, and uh, they're, they're, they're doing that. They're showing everybody what, what you can accomplish in Toledo, what, what you can build in Toledo. And I think that's just another aspect and another beauty to this whole growth project that we're all on. Awesome. And so I, I just want to thank you for doing what you're doing. Keep it up, and I'd love to see them. Awesome, man. Thank you. I, I, I appreciate that. And that's yeah. the whole point of this is to be able to spread that and, and, and let more people hear these kind of stories so that they know that there's there's opportunities out there. Yeah. Thank you, man. I, I really do appreciate that. Yeah. All right. I'm going to tag you uh, Instagram, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. Where can people find you at? Instagram is uh, Motivated by Josh. Okay. And uh, Facebook, Josh Carmona. Awesome. Awesome. I'll put the links in the description. I appreciate everybody for watching the show. Take it easy, guys. Thank you.